discussion of Mikrami Gilas, so we have been talking about the requirement of women. So we said women are required to at least hear the Megillah being read. We said we're not so sure that they have a requirement to read it, which wasn't the case by, let's say, men. Men, we said, they have a requirement to uh, read it or to have it uh, to hear the Megillah being read by someone who is themselves obligated. So the Ramah here says, Shamrim, some suggest, he says that maybe it's possible that if a woman is reading the Megillah for herself, so the bracha that she makes, we make three bracha, let's say, before we read the Megillah. We have the bracha of al-mikra Megillah. We have the bracha, right, which is a bracha on the mitzah of reading the Megillah. We have shasani simla vatinu bayamim mahim We thank Hashem for performing miracles for our fathers uh, in these times back then. And then the bracha of Sheikh Yanu, which uh, we haven't filled the mitzvah in a long time. The next day it seems to be going on the other mitzvot of the day, whatever it is. Uh, the Ramah says that when the, if a woman is reading for herself, so she shouldn't say the on the reading of the Megillah. Rather, she should say it, to hear the Megillah. And again, this reflects this idea, again, according to the, this one opinion, uh, reflects the idea that women do not have the same obligation as men. Men have the obligation to read the Megillah, and they can fulfill that by listening to someone else. Women may not have the obligation to read the Megillah at all. It's only to hear the Megillah being read. Now, why that should be is sort of a not so clear. It could relate to the conversation we've been having about how does Avhena Yubo Toanis get them back to a, an obligation? Is it the same as it was initially? Is it different? Okay, we've talked about that, I think, ad nauseum, right? That might be one of the differences. Interestingly, the Mishnah Bura says, uh, and he, he had mentioned this idea that maybe uh, women were only uh, obligated in hearing the Megillah and not in reading it, and he says, because of this, because we're not exactly sure what their obligation is, it's better for them not to do, uh, to read the Megillah for themselves at all. I mean, obviously, in general, we say, it's better to read it in a much larger group. But if she can avoid it, she should not read it for herself, because again, it's not clear exactly what her obligation would be. He just adds, that's assuming that she has someone who she could hear it from. She doesn't have someone who could read it for her. So then, because if she, the only way she can hear the Megillah is by doing it herself, so then she should do it. And the bracha that she should make is lishmoa to hear the Megillah being read, even though she is also the one who is reading it. There are other poskim who say maybe not, maybe it's not uh, as necessary. Uh, for her to make that bracha. If she made the other bracha, she would be okay. Uh, others get into the details. Is it lishmoa mikra megillah or just lishmoa megillah? Okay, different uh, uh, ideas. There, one other interesting point that comes up from this is that it's become somewhat popular, not necessarily in our circles, but in other circles, where you will have a women's megillah reading. So women's Megillah reading, one woman is reading on behalf of other women, not for other men. So is that a good idea or is it not a good idea? Well, again, well, Magen Avraham doesn't even want her to read for herself, let alone for other people, because it's not exactly here what the nature of her chiyuv is, what her obligation is. That's number one. Number two, uh, it does take away from Birovam Hadrat Melech, in theory, right? If we could have a large reading where there's men and women, it would be better to have all of them. Number three, the Sharetzion here says that, Aval Nashim Rabot, Ina Yisham Otsian, Dezila Behu Milta. He says it's uh, zeal. It's not 
It's, it's not appropriate. That's what he says. He doesn't detail why it's not appropriate, but these are all things to consider. One last point that we, consider, uh, we should consider, we're not going to get into it right now. Let's say you have a man who's going to read, he's already fulfilled his obligation, he's going to read for a group of women uh, later on uh, to help them fulfill their obligation. They stayed home with the kids so their husbands could go, and now someone is going to read uh, on the behalf of these other women. So first of all, who makes the bracha? Should he make the bracha? Should they make the bracha? And number two, what bracha should be made? Because technically he's the one reading it, so he's a mikra megillah guy. They're a so it seems like it's better for the women to make the bracha and for them to make the bracha of lishmoa. Uh, it's not clear whether only one person should do it or all the women should do it. Okay, a topic for a different uh, discussion, but a lot of different factors that go in because women don't necessarily have the same obligation as men. Rabbi